Joanne, Jackie, that's the celebration of 25 years of dominance that has been played <laughs> at nights, 90s nights, everywhere. That is the that is the go-to Australian dance floor banger. If you've ever walked into a themed night somewhere in country Australia, you've absolutely you've heard, heard that song. You've absolutely heard <laughs> yeah, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. And to celebrate the 25th anniversary of it as well, uh, Mind Electric have put out a remix of Jackie, uh, and that is also very exciting. You can go and take a listen to that on Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. But Ned... <laughs> this got to actual levels of craziness yesterday when we got an offer to speak to Joanne. Yeah, the actual Joanne the actual who sung jo- uh, Jackie. Behind the song is on the phone right now. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning. How are you this morning? I am really well. How are you yeah, guys? Good, thank you. Very well, it thank you. It is actually so exciting to be talking <laughs> to you. Now, uh, oh. You. I, d- I don't want to um, age either of us here, but I'm probably going to have to. I, okay. <laughs> I, as a kid, taped Jackie off the radio. So I, you know how people are like, oh, back in the day, you used to have to put a tape in and mm. wait for the radio. Uh, and it- do you know what? Nothing beats the mixtape. We'll have to chat about that and how they used to snap and how you'd have to like fix them with sticky tape. Terrible, <laughs> terrible stuff, yeah. terrible stuff. So this is, this is exactly how iconic you were as a part of my young life. Now, um, this song is coming back in a big way with the 25th, 25th anniversary remix. What was it like to go back into a studio and put down a new version of Jackie? It was actually really interesting. So I've been, obviously been singing the song live for 25 years. Yes. So, you know, I know the song inside out. You yeah. know, it lives in me. And to get behind the mic and actually record it as a grown-up with, you know, <laughs> with my fresh 2023 vocals and also, you know, to revisit all the – it's funny, I, I forgot about – oh, my gosh, there's so many backing vocals. And so mm. I had, firstly, I had a book. So I was like, all right, we're going to give it a bigger edge. I'm going to do more harmonies this time. I want it to have more punch than it did last time. So from a vocalist point of view, I had an absolute blast, but it was so strange. And I remember at one point pausing and looking at the vocal engineer and saying, do you know how strange this is? And, he yeah. goes, <laughs> and I said, I've been singing this for 25 years, and now I'm behind the mic actually recording it. Um, I, I, it feels weird, you know, and I said, but in a good way. It's like I'm almost emotional about it. And he was like, no. Um, but from um, a production standpoint, I mean, I'm a, such a creative. Um, you know, the first time, you know, we reinterpreted Jackie back in 98, it was always with the intention of I don't want to do what has been done before. Yes. And I want to bring a new edge. And that was how I felt in 98. And so that was the same approach I had in 2023, which is my 98 version is my 98 version. It's amazing as it is, I, I don't want to go back to try and do something like that. If I'm going to do something, I want a fresh edge. Um, so the approach was, all right, we'll slow it down a touch, but we'll make we'll make it fat. I wanted yeah. it to be really fat. I wanted it to be something. <laughs> I wanted it to have a very different, um, you know, feel. Um, so the disco house feel that the Mind Electric production has brought is just Great, and I love it. It complements the song so much. I'm so happy. This is such an interesting thing too, because this this song is just an absolute anthem, and I think people discover it again and again. Like people super young who have no business knowing a song that was this big in 1998. <laughs> exactly, love right. it. So, was there any nervousness to do a reinterpretation? Were you like, oh, do I do I mess with it? I've I've absolutely got perfection here. Absolutely. I mean, I've been asked about redoing and revisiting Jackie for many years, and I always said no. And I always said no because I felt that, you know what, 
don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. People like the original, um, leave it as it is, leave it alone. And then as time went on, you know, and I'm getting closer to the 25-year mark, I guess this emotional thing happened where, you know, I came to realise more and more what the song meant to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, often when you have a massive hit, you know, especially when it's your first song, um, a lot of artists go through this phase of trying to run from it, um, especially if, you know, cause, because a lot of artists are kind of like, oh, but I can do other things too. You should hear all the other songs I can write, you know. And I think we all go through that. Anyone who's young and has had massive success with the first song, you know, you kind of go through this, this phase of you love it and you embrace it and you appreciate it. But it was so huge that you're just trying to look at other things. And I think that I forgot and you know, and I, I guess I forgot and didn't realise just how meaningful it all was because I was young in that moment and didn't know how to be present. You were 20 years old, weren't you, when the song absolutely blew up? I think I, yeah, I think I was, I, I think I just turned 19 when I recorded it and yeah. I, when it was at its peak, I would have been on my way to turning 20, I think. Wow, wow. And I was a young 19, 20. Like, I'd gone straight from school, straight into recording um, you know, I didn't have like, yeah. these, you know, super cool connections. Like I was a bit of a nerd child. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I came to realize what the song meant to me in, you know, especially over the last few years and, and more importantly, how much this song means to other people. And every time I've performed it live and, you know, as you get older, you learn to be present and you take it all in and you just see the joy that the songs brought to people's oh, lives so and much. the stories of what it means to them. So it felt like it's time to celebrate this song. Mm. I can never, ever, I'm never going to take away from the original. It is what it is, but I would love to bring something new to the table just to, just to, you know, acknowledge the fact that, wow, it's been 25 years. What, what amazing times we've all had with this song together um, and celebrate it. Well, and that's like, as you've said, the different pressures of releasing a song when you are 19 and going, this needs to work. Otherwise I'm not going to take off as a musician compared to releasing a song you've already released. So people already know and love it. It, What pressure do you prefer? The, the, you have something to lose or you need something to lose kind of pressure. (laughs) Ooh, that's a good question. So I think the first time around, I didn't know that the song was going to take off. In the yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So I, was on, I was feeling zero pressure. You know, I was off in the studio thinking I was going to be the next Mary J. Blige or Lauren Hill. That's what I <laughs> yeah. You know, I was working on R and B and soul and yeah. and you know, and I obviously you know um, ventured and you know took a bit of a diversion and ended up in a world that I absolutely love. And so everything was a surprise back then. Um, so I guess that journey is, and when that happens, it, there's the stress of what comes because you don't expect it. Yeah, so yeah. That's obviously something that I had to deal with, which is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, and this time around, there is that little bit of, of weight on your shoulders of, I know what my intention is with this song. It's to celebrate the song and whatever else happens, great. But what happens is, is that because it was such a massive song the first time around, you obviously have, you know, other people. And you sometimes have to just block it all out. You know, you've got other people that are almost expecting that overnight it's going to be this huge, ridiculous mm, yeah. thing because it was the first time. And I have to sort of sometimes, you know, no, no, I get it. You know, people are cheerleaders. They're proud. They're excited. But, you know, sometimes you just have to just sort of chill out and just go, you know what, I know why I'm doing this. It's to celebrate and and 
if, if this ends up getting legs and wings and, and doing something incredible all over again 25 years later, that is just an added bonus and it will mean so much. Um, but I do sometimes have to, you know, say to you know, my friends and my family, God bless them all, I'm like, guys, Chill. Yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is bizarre squashing someone's like positive positivity towards yeah, you, but at the same yeah, time, it's, it's like it's we like, all need to be realistic about what's going on like, for just a second. I want the love and I feel the love and I accept the love, but at the same time, you know, let's not put pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, a, it's a celebration right now. Let's just celebrate it and, and enjoy this ride and let's not, let's not obsess over things like, what is it doing today? Where yeah, is it doing exactly. Today? Yeah, I just want to enjoy the ride of just you know sharing this music and seeing people smile. That's really all it is. Yeah, that's so interesting. I, I obviously I'm not talented in music at all, Joanne, but I I very much connect with your concept of like the the first song being so big and artists then trying to run away from that. I can imagine if I was an artist that had just this stratospheric song, yeah, I would want to show off my range. How do you you, you spoke a little bit about it? And this might be a bit too deep, but like how do you how do you get through that? How do you go okay? And then how do you find acceptance in this song that everybody loves? And you go, well, this is probably going to be one of the the big achievements of my career. This song is going to be the thing. Mm. How do you get to that place? I think it's it's just life, isn't it? You know, you go through things, and I think you know when you. I think anyone that starts out young, so whether it's you know the the pressure of success or whether it's you know, like what I was talking about, you know, a song, you know, has taken off and, you know, sometimes your creative ego, you know, wants to show the world yeah. everything else you're made of. Um, other times it may be, you know, young artists who maybe have had a negative experience early on. Mm. Um, maybe, you know, when we hear it all the time, so many artists that have been ripped off or yeah. have maybe had a really hard time by the people looking after them and have gone through it. When you go through all these interesting challenges and you know early on it i'm thankful that i've always just celebrated what an incredible journey it's been mm. i loved creating an album i loved all the songs that i released after jackie i loved the fact that i had this crazy moment where a door opened for me and i was able to walk through it and start my career so in one sense, I've just always trained myself to, to go look at what I've done and look yeah. at what I'm thankful for and look at all the incredible things I got to do. And so, you know, I have the choice of do you choose to fixate on, you know, the things that, you know, really are negative, I guess, or do you focus on what this amazing journey brought me? And I think that over time... Um, you know, in realizing that collectively everything that I've done, I was so proud of. Um, I came to this place of realizing, hang on a minute, you know, Jackie is not something that has held me back in life. Jackie yeah. is something that That's gave awesome. me a career. And from Jackie, I was able to share more of myself as an artist. And I will continue to be able to do that this time around also. So, I think it's just embracing what was rather than running from it because I do have a lot of friends who are artists who are quite uncomfortable yeah. and running from the things that made them or gave them opportunities or yeah. things that people love. And I do understand it. I really do. 
but it's kind of like, well, what are you going to do? You know, are yeah. you miss out on how beautiful the musical journey is, or are you going to fixate? It's such an amazing thing for you to say, like using it as a door to walk through. Like that's yeah. such a healthy way of looking that's at it. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I know next to, no, no, not next to, I know absolutely nothing about the music industry or what it's like to release a song or an album or even make music. But that to me sounds like an incredibly healthy relationship that you have with this song that obviously was huge and is mm. huge, but has yeah. done good things for you. I think that's well, really, really healthy. Decision to make at the time because when I even when even though we didn't anticipate that this song was going to be what it was, there was I do remember a very early discussion and I remember you know even though I was very confident I mean I was very confident I was like you know oh I know what this song means <laughs> yeah you know? because um like the producers at the time were working on it um, already and had trialed a couple of vocalists and they weren't quite feeling it. And I was working on my stuff and happened to be in the studio that day and was like, Oh, it needs this. It needs to be interpreted like this. And it should be sung like that. And, and then when they actually said to me, Oh my gosh, it's you, you should be singing this song. And I remember we had this early discussion and, and, and I was like, Oh, but I'm going in this other direction. Yeah. Like I'm doing all this, you know, and the interesting thing that was presented to me was, you know, they sat me down and they said, Joanne, your voice is always your voice, no, what, no matter what the story is that you tell. Yeah, wow. And yeah. they said, you know, sometimes, you know, rather than they said, you know, you're young, don't think small. You're interpreting this song the way you interpret, you know, regardless of the beat, regardless of the tempo, regardless of the genre, that is your raw emotion, your story, and your interpretation, and that's going to tra- that's going to stand above everything. And they said try and focus on on that rather than the fact that you're steering in another direction. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, I have never. That was one of the greatest lessons I learned because after that, I was like, I am me. I'm always me, regardless yeah. of what you know tempo i dabble in i you know i think i am always me you're going to be able to bring um, something so something of yourself to the table yeah, like and yeah that, that's been the best thing because i've brought so much of my musical taste and you know the the r&b influence the gospel influence the soul influence the you know, I've brought so much of that into my vocal always and 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 that's what i'm loving today is when i record songs today i'm i'm fearless i'm like i know what works for me, and what's worked for me is just being authentically me, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, so, I mean, yeah, you can hear fun. that come through the song. Like, it literally, even when I was a kid and, like, I'd, I, I'd never seen a picture of you or anything. Like, I was picturing, like, 70s disco, like, power, so- like, just the vocals you just sort of hear and you just go, yeah. this is so different from what anything else was on the radio at the time, but it still had that that backing track where you're like, oh, no, this is 90s. This is totally 90s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was amazing. I'd grown up listening to all of that stuff. I mean, I was raised listening to, I mean, I was such an R&B head myself, but... I have a, a, a sister who's 10 years older than me, and so she was listening to not only that whole 80s, you know, Duran Duran stuff and, yeah. and, you know, and Paul Young and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but she also was a massive Luther Vandross, Anita Baker fan. Yeah. A lot of, and then my parents, there was a lot of Motown, there was a lot of disco influence. So when you grow up listening to all of that, and my earliest musical memory is literally sitting in front of a record player and off the walls playing. Like that's yeah, my wow. earliest <laughs> okay. memory. So yeah. I guess when you're immersed in music from young that way and you're it's like a melting pot of 
different genres and voices, it does, you know, it's in you. Mm, and I yeah. think that, that that's probably why, you know, when you hear baby Jojo singing Jackie from 1998, <laughs> you probably hear all of that influence coming through in my vocal because yeah. um, I just – that's just always how I've sung. I don't, don't know any different. Yeah, and you can. I, I, yeah, I totally, I totally see what you're saying because you can hear it. Yeah. Like, so, okay. So look, look, we've we've had an awesome conversation, and I've got to ask one one more dumb question that I had in my mind. <laughs> how intimidating was recording the "Woke Up with Your Name on My Lips" part again? Because yeah, I feel like that so would be iconic. the iconic part to record. Did it feel strange going and doing that again? It was funny. Um, so initially. When I did it the first time, I laughed. So the first time I laughed because I just was like, oh, my gosh, I sound like one of those people that, you know, you call for a good time. So when I was recording it, I just giggled and giggled and giggled the very first time. So this time around, initially, I was like, I'm not, that's cheesy. I'm not putting it in. Yeah. So initially, I was like, I'm not doing it. We don't need it. And then what happened was is that we'd done the whole track um, and then Mind Electric was like, I think we should do it. Yeah, you can't not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels, even, I, if it's just, even if it's just half of it. And so I recorded all this. It was so funny. Like, there was like, I don't know how many takes of different versions of my tone saying it. <laughs> so there was some that was spoken, kind of like the original. There was some that was sultry. There was some that was more this, more attitude. Like, we did all these different ones. because so I was like, do we keep it the same or do we change it? And then um, he came back and said, oh, my goodness. Whisper. Yeah. And I was like, whisper? And he's like, so I was like, oh, okay, all right, done. And so then I just whispered, you know, um, and that's what you got. Yeah. So it was, Incredible. It was, it was funny. So look, look, I tried, tried to cut it out, but um, <laughs> I got the hard word that no, people like that part. I'm like, really? It's <laughs> iconic. It, it is, is iconic. So iconic. I'm also glad there's so much backstory behind it as well. I yeah. thought it was just going to be, yeah, I thought, man, eh, maybe I'll just do it anyway. But I'm so glad there's so much thought that's been put yeah. into it. You can hear it all throughout the song. There's love and, and ki- You know what? It takes the village. It just goes yeah. to show that even though I'm the artist and even though, you know, it's a song that I've identified with for 25 years, you sometimes just have to, it's so, I was so close to the song. Like, so one of the things I learned on this project was, Usually I'm like the co-pilot and I'm really, really intensely involved in the production process somehow. On this one, I was involved. I stated what I wanted. I stated what I liked. But when it came to the creative aspects, you know, in, in particular with Mind Electric, I actually I said what I liked and then I stepped back. And yeah. the reason why I did that was because if you're too close to something sometimes, it can cloud the judgment. For and sure. sometimes you need a fresh, you know, fresh ears, fresh person to objectively be sitting back and and share. And you have to be open to do that creatively sometimes because you can stump yourself if you're too, you know, controlling over it. I, yeah. can't, even, I can't even imagine where you would begin on a reinterpretation of a reinterpretation. Yeah. So you, you do need you yeah. do need that person to go, oh, so this is a, maybe a different avenue or whatever. Joanne, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you this morning. Thank you, Thank so you for much. giving us so much time. Thank you for giving Australia one of its best Absolute best dance to floor anthems. One hundred percent. Without a shadow thank of a doubt. Thank you. And thank you to you guys for, you know, supporting myself and supporting the song for so many years and now supporting the song again with um this beautiful remix that I've done. And thank you to the listeners. It means the world to me that 
you know, I get to do this and share this with you again and create new memories. So thank you very much. You're the best, Joanne. Thank you so much thank for your time. You. Thank you so much. Take care.